At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then, book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to you want to talk to someone but not just anyone alma is there to help you find the right fit visit helloalma.com therapy 30 to schedule a free consultation today that's helloalma.com therapy 30 what's up everybody welcome back to season four of comic book nation your one-stop spot for all things geek culture and the official podcast of comicbook.com. I am your host, Kofi Outlaw. And with me, I got my co-host, Matthew Aguilar. To every little thing that happened there, we got to talk about what happened on the DC TV front because it was a massacre. So we got to get into that. Um, We also got to kind of break down some of these trailers for She-Hulk, The Umbrella Academy. We just got a bunch of Stranger Things footage that just dropped right before I walked in here. And... We got to start off with our lead story, the big headline, the thing none of us saw coming this week, but makes a whole lot of sense for reasons we'll break down. Daredevil is MCU official, y'all. It's Let's back. Go! Daredevil is coming back. Daredevil's been announced. It has a Disney Plus series. This thing is already in gear. It has writers. It has producers. It is going to, yeah, and we got in some vague details. The There is some discrepancy about whether this is like a reboot total or a continuation, because the reportings on this series use terminology, the first Marvel Netflix shows to get a new but continued series, which is a weird Ooh, sentence to write. That's like, confusing. Yeah, you, that's yeah. one you have to think you spend time on, like yeah. when you're looking at it, like, what is my life and what am I doing here? <laughs> As most writers do, like, you know, that's a sentence before you let it out the door. You really got to, you feel like you kind of got to comb over, but Daredevil's coming back. Uh, and we kind of... I mean, obviously, we knew this was in the works. Mm-hmm. Our boy Vincent D'Onofrio, friend to this show, Vincent D'Onofrio, still our best interview ever, uh, came through in right after Hawkeye and kind of, you know, spoke about how this is this weird gray area of carrying the old Daredevil mythos, but it's Marvel mm-hmm. now and it's different, but it's not. And kind of that weird line they're playing with. And he straight up said, you know, uh, I mean, he indicated like you just pick, you pick the bits and choose or you pick, pick the it. bits and choose the bits that you can bring over to the MCU and you stick with those. But where it can't connect, you just got to let that go. And that was kind of his thing. And I feel like that's what we're going to get. Good for him, yeah. So, yeah, Daredevil back. Uh, Producer, the Covert Affairs creators, Matt Corman and Chris Ward are going to be in charge of this show. So already that's kind of feeling like a little bit of a different tone. Stephen D. Knight's like sticking people's heads and doors and, you know, through (laughs) fence spikes. I think this will be like a little bit more kind of not subdued, but like in more of the MCU brand, but can still I be hard to ask you that question. Yeah. yeah, it's I'm not expecting as much violence as uh, the Netflix one. Yeah, personally. I mean, I think Vincent Nafrio gave us a great answer where he was like, yeah, you can still like be violent, but you can't do it in a certain extent. Like you yeah. can't mm-hmm. torture people right. and do this horrific stuff that we saw. Yeah, like Netflix. that car scene, the car door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll 
I would imagine you'll still get scenes like that, but instead of just hovering on the, yeah. on the thing for what felt like 10 minutes, Way too long. <laughs> you'll, you'll get a quick thing and then a cutaway or what you'll right. get the impact, but it won't be, yeah. you know, they'll just find ways to rein it in a little bit. And instead know? of Fisk, mm -hmm. like, you know, bashing people or choking them over desk, you could just, I mean, I think we'll get a lot of shots of Wilson, you know, Kingpin saying stuff and walking out of rooms while we hear implied yeah, violence, yeah. like uh, yeah. taking place, like call. horrific things like, you know, if anybody's seen Snatch, it's easy. You just walk into a room, you throw, you fill it with plastic yeah. wrap, and it already feels pretty I mean, he was pretty, pretty violent yeah. in, uh, you know, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah, he's yeah. beating up a little girl. <laughs> it wasn't, like, it wasn't like a pushover. Not a little girl, but he was beating up <laughs> Haley Steinfeld, yeah, who's half his size. Throwing like, her yeah. around? Yeah, I think So, okay. I mean, you know. Yeah, so, all right. He's a kingpin, son. Yeah, all right. Oh, man. This looks like we're frozen on the stream. Is anybody even out there hearing us right now? It's okay. It looks like we there's do some... have listeners on Yeah, podcast. we do have yeah. podcast listeners, so we're going to keep going. Uh, for our stream watchers, sorry. Sorry, This buddies. portion, yeah, I don't yeah. know what's going on. We've been having some uh, internet problems in the studio. But the show must, must go, go on. on. So we're going to look <laughs> at our own cool video packages and all that stuff. <laughs> and now we're taking it back to the radio show, which is the core of this thing. So Truly. Daredevil, Matt, how are you feeling about it? I, I know you're always ambivalent about this Marvel Netflix stuff. So. <laughs> well, why am I ambivalent? Be because you have been ambivalent. Have you're I? Always, yeah. I think, I you're mean, like, look, eh. I was excited. I was excited. Okay. I think I was I was nervous, but excited. Sorry, that's a reference. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that's a reference, that's an old reference. Um, I am excited about this, mostly because they're continuing. I really thought they, they would, but I also agree with you. They're doing it in the very MCU way. Mm -hmm. They're doing it in the way that I think back when we actually first talked about this kind of topic of what should they do, yeah. we kind of all came to the agreement that it was this. It was cherry picking certain things, keeping those things that work, if you can't get everybody back, it's fine. If you can't reference every moment and keep it in continuity, it's fine. I don't, I'm not sweating right. those small, I know they're important details to some people. They are not super important to me. I agree. <laughs> so I'm just happy to have Charlie Cox back. Yes. I'm happy to have Wilson Fisk. Yep. Like the big things, it's a win. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy for it. Nailed it, Matt. Like as long as they have like the core of what it's about and as long as it's one of the, you know, edgier, shows that we're going to be seeing on the platform. Like, I'm cool with it. I, I really hope that they kind of push it a little yeah. bit. Uh, and I think this is the perfect show to do that. So. Yeah, and I also have a lot more confidence, not even more confidence, but I will say I feel a little bit more at ease with the arguments coming in of like, it won't be the same after seeing Moon Knight. Because yeah. they pushed, yeah. they yeah, leaned yeah. into that and they pushed it. And I was like, okay, if we get a Moon Knight level yes. of darkness and grittiness and even violence, Okay, good I'm call. good. I'm good with that. By yeah. the way, I just rewatched all of Moon Knight binge. I'm not sure if you guys have binged it yet, I have but not. it is spectacular as a binge. As a binge? Oh okay. my god! I want to just say a secret here, and nobody's okay. listening. It's just us um, in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I've never rewatched any of these Marvel Disney Plus shows, and I'm not sure I ever will. Wow, yeah. I have rewatched oh, Loki, WandaVision twice. It's um, Dang. what if I'm gonna go deeper since it's just us in the studio. <laughs> It's hard for me to watch, like, I mean, I don't rewatch really a lot of Marvel stuff, period. Okay. Like, yeah. I mean, it's just... Like, even the movies? No. Well, I, I catch them when they're, like, on TV or oh something. Oh, gosh. I'm, like, like a Like, when they're on watcher. TNT or TBS, that's that's good fun, you know, yeah. with commercials and breakups yeah. and stuff. Like yeah, Ironically, we have both extremes here. Yeah, I don't I'm watch like any, and I watch all the time. And yeah. I'm somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I, I It depends. I will say, I don't... I have not gone back and actually rewatched from beginning to end, any of the Marvel shows. Yeah. What I have done is go to YouTube 
and do the compilations of like the best moments or like in Hawkeye's case, all the Kate Yelena stuff. I watched those like oh, yeah. compilations oh, yeah. of all the moments. The best. Those are amazing. So I've rewatched like parts of the shows yeah. because I really loved those in, in a couple of different cases. Uh, movies, it's just really comes down to like Infinity War. I've rewatched that numerous oh, times. Yeah. The movie's amazing. It's excellent. Still holds up. Winter Soldier still holds up. Like there's certain ones. All the time. Yeah, there's certain ones that hold up. Yeah, yeah, like Kofi, if they pop up on TV. Yeah. Ragnarok's easy to watch yeah. on TV. But not it's just all like of funny. them. I, yeah. I don't typically go back. Yeah. No. But all right, well, yeah, I mean, overall, we're all hyped for Daredevil. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's worth noting that Kristen Ritter and Mike Coulter were spotted out together, hanging oh, around boy. and taking selfies together out in California together. So uh, there could be more, yeah. There could be more. And so where could we see Daredevil pop up in the MCU next? Well, that's a good transition into our next topic, which is She-Hulk. I just got goosebumps. She-Hulk. So Thinking of that. We're going to be Daredevil and She-Hulk. I, I just got yeah. so excited. <laughs> yeah, She-Hulk. Uh, She-Hulk debuted its full trailer this week. And this stars Tatiana Maslany from uh, Orphan Black as Jennifer Walters, and it's been renamed. It's now called She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, which a lot of mm -hmm. hardcore fans of the comics really appreciate. Yeah. And I think it's a smart move because it, it does help to set expectations, which I wrote an excellent article this week called <laughs> about resetting your expectations of the MCU phase four. But I think this is a smart move to let people know, like, yeah, this is gonna be kind of like Ally McBeal courtroom drama on underneath. That's what we're marrying to superhero stuff here. And uh, there's a lot that I liked about the She-Hulk trailer. I like, I mean, Tatiana Maslany is a Canadian treasure. So like she, I know at, just like Moon Knight, I know that no matter what goes wrong with this, at the core of it, mm -hmm. there's an actress who's gonna carry this thing. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, absolutely. So I can already take that off of my worries list. There's a lot that I like in the trailer about how they're kind of examining She-Hulk and just the idea of womanhood in a modern context. Like, it is hilarious when Bruce says, like, you know, rage and fear are your triggers. And she's like, isn't that the baseline for yeah, just, like, I know. being a woman? Yeah, um, She spoke to my soul Yeah, there. and, like, I was just like, every girl's like, yup! Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Anissa you know. literally watched the trailer and went, oh, my God, I'm so hyped for that show. Knows, like, nothing about She-Hulk as in, like, a character or whatever. And she referenced that. Everyone I've talked to referenced that line of, like, that line is so honest and yeah. so true. It's such a, if that is the, what captures part of the series that's great yeah oh yeah definitely my wife also oh, shout like, out to david O'Tell. looked right over at my oh, wife and was just like oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. rage fear yeah yeah it seems about right but um yeah so there is a lot of kind of like funny stuff her interactions with bruce look funny uh even if i uh, you know people are critical of this again we're getting this version of bruce of mark ruffalo's hulk that not everybody's a fan of from Endgame, Smart Hulk, uh, and all that stuff. How dare they, by the way? That's the best Hulk. There's no question. I saw a hilarious meme right before this, which was like, it was like Hulk and like the original Hulk, and it was like upgrade, need upgrade, and it was like push button for upgrade, and then it was like Incredible Hulk, push button for upgrade, like then Hulk and Thor Ragnarok, and it was like, oh, upgrade, and then it was like, Smart Hulk and Avengers upgrade. It was like downgrade. How dare downgrade. they? And How Hulk dare and they? And it ended it with this Hulk. And it was like, it said, I said downgrade. What like, a yeah. load of trash. He is the best Hulk. It's yeah, not even so, close. Yeah, anyway, man. Whatever. But anyway, like, yeah. So let's get into it. So the Hulk look and effects for TV. Um, uh, I, I did another podcast for friends uh, called Podcast X. And we were talking about this. And 
It's usually what I use for my unfiltered, you know, possibly half drinking warm ups for this excellent podcast that we do today. But uh, I was going into it about I went off on this whole tangent about we're all pretending like we, we keep pretending. And that was part of my Marvel article that like things are normal now. And like we should be getting normal content levels like in our usual same polished stuff. But we keep finding out more and more that like, no, this pandemic screwed up everything yeah. from baby mm-hmm. formula to everything else. Yes. And sure. Movies and TV shows are one of them. Mm-hmm. Like there is a crunch to get visual effects mm-hmm. completed and up to the, our usual pre kind of pandemic standards because we don't have the bodies right. all piled into studios right. clicking away on the ones and zeros. So mm-hmm. I'm not apologizing for She-Hulk, but I am saying, remember, like we are living in a unique time and place sure. with trying to create this stuff. So getting this stuff together and polished is hard. Uh, marketing it normally is hard. Mm-hmm. And there's, this is always Marvel. You can't ever trust your eyes until you get to opening day. I agree. And so I, I put out yeah. a tweet about this particular thing, though, because that debate started popping up yeah. like, all over the place online. I look because I agree with you. And like if anyone's been on the show, it's just like, hey, remember, it's still a pandemic for like how long? Right. It was yeah. just like that's still happening. People still can't all be together. Workflow, shipping, all that stuff. Right. It's still affected and will be yeah. for the remainder yeah. of this year and maybe further. We had to shut down our studio yeah. last yeah. week right. because of it. So like <laughs> the this, vid is lurking. We're yeah. dodging yeah. it right now. So this stuff has impact. That said, I have no problem with people calling out something that was publicly released by Disney. If it was a leak, totally get it. Hey, they didn't want you to see it. They wanted you to see it. And by the way, it only looks rough in spots. Mm -hmm. It's just a couple spots here, but it does in those spots look a little rough. So for me, I'm like, I'm fine with someone calling it out. That said, don't write off a show because I saw a bunch of trash stuff about that too. Don't write off a show simply because some of the effects look a little rough before it's even out. Mm-hmm. Like that to me is, that is where you go way, way over the line and that's just ridiculous. I also think there is a bias here. I mm-hmm. think just like in non-green people, <laughs> Not we tend to scrutinize oh the female aspect of it like a little bit more than the male. All yeah. Hulk, Hulk has to do is walk around bulky, like bulky right. with half his and pants like on, somewhat rendered yeah. well and we're like, yeah. yeah. And it's then, true. like, we're looking at She-Hulk, and we're like, oh, those hip curves, no, 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 well, no, 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 no. We need another we full render that. on that. Like, yes. yeah, I mean, we're always going to be more critical of this version of Hulk than, I think, the well, male I hope, part. I don't know. Like, I hope, okay, I will say some people are. I hope that is not speak for everyone. It's that's just, garbage. I think it's natural. If it does. Yeah. I think it's the I, same no, principle as, like, it looking nice. Natural. Like, that I think every wife or girlfriend who's ever had to go out at a night with her husband and has, like, gone through the concept of looking nice is just like, I hate you. But yeah. you're like, I'm just up. like, man, that was hard. You, like, roll some water through your hair, throw on something that's, like, halfway not been wrinkled and be like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm ready. And the girl's just like, I hate you. Like, I hate you. I mean, I mean, I think it's the same thing. I'm going to shut up. And Janelle, what do you think about that? I mean, I didn't even it didn't even cross my mind until you guys started bringing it up. I think you're overthinking it. it, And I think everyone's overthinking it. Enjoy it for what it is. It's an awesome trailer. If it's your vibe, catch it. If it's not, move on. Like, it's totally my vibe. What spoke to me was not the way she looked, was the way she acted. Yeah. So she is a girl's girl. Like, she is swiping through dating apps. She is taking initiative <laughs> in her love life. She is totally adding some, I'm sorry to say, but sex life to the MCU. And I'm all Hulk about smash that. smash and takes I a whole lo- new yeah, level. Yeah, I really like seeing the MCU t- actually, like, 
touching on a topic that is never touched on ever yeah. in anything. And it's flirting and, you know, possibly bringing a date home at the end of the night and carrying him like a baby. <laughs> Which is one of the, the, He's that's a great so scene. hot too and I would carry him like a baby as well if I wasn't engaged. What? I agree with you. It brings a level of relatability yeah. to the MCU that is that has that area has just been very lacking. Yeah. Um because we don't get to see a lot of the regular lives side of these heroes. Yes. We get to see a lot of them in powers and stuff and this has some of that too. But yeah, I the tone is I'm hyped for the show. Me like too. I think this is all the things I loved about like Dan Slott's run and, and some of the other runs over the years that have leaned into that, this <laughs> this area of She-Hulk. Glenn uh, says, I'd let her carry me. <laughs> I'm not. In the chat. I'm not sold. Like, uh, I'm not sold on this or Ms. Marvel. Okay. Um, How dare you? Uh, not because. <laughs> You're titled. That's no, fine. Not, it's, it's just because, again, as I wrote in this exceptional article about <laughs> resetting your expectations for MCU Phase 4, um, uh, there's just a missing, comparatively to phase one and some later phases, I feel like there is just a general sense of pointed direction and thematic purpose that's missing from tying this all together so much as an now. overall saga. And like these two shows seem uh, just, they hint at being kind of rudderless. And I hope I'm wrong about that. Yeah. Because I think there is a clearly great theme to do in a post-Movie 2 era of She-Hulk that you can do. And just like the new She-Hulk comic we read like a couple months ago, which was just wonderfully, refreshingly straightforward, but like obviously had come through the filter of a modern point yeah. of view of mm -hmm. all this. And I think you can do that. And but this her, isn't giving off like not similar yet, vibes? Not yet, but I think her unique way of embracing Hulk and taking anger and fear and the thematic thing about how a woman is able to deal with these things in a way that even in a sort of strength that even a, that a man does not possess while Bruce is all like, Wah! like Jen embraces it, takes it, mm -hmm. makes it part of her, enhances her life with it. That's an excellent superhero story and larger, much deeper thematic work I agree. that you can do. And I hope this series But well, we don't know is that this aimed. isn't doing that. Is no, I'm saying, saying yeah. that's why I say it with a hope. Yeah. My excellent article is always from a place <laughs> of hope with Marvel that <laughs> these are the biggest ma movie magic makers in the business. I still think they can do it. I just feel like right now it feels a little rudderless in each project while it's interesting in and of itself doesn't feel connected to the larger saga as much as I would want. Question. Um, so uh, that's all I'm saying. We do have chat back on YouTube, on just YouTube, in yeah. case you're wondering. Um, and Barkwood Comics is saying, I'm calling Thunderbolts and the Raft in the show. Is it too soon to start thinking about, you know? No, but this was our uh, trend. This was our whole transition before we crashed and I got distracted. But um, yeah, no, this, I think that Daredevil was announced because yeah. of the dominoes. And I think that as much as we like to say, you know, Marvel could have held this tra trailer longer. You got to remember this is a this is a you know a card stack in a house it's a house of cards and dominoes right yeah so I think there are always reasons and times on the calendar where they have to they hit a deadline and they're yeah, like okay sure. we got to start doing this to so that mm -hmm. X Y and Z and I think they got to do this because yeah I think Matt Murdock was going to show up in here things yeah. like the raft because the whole legal system of the MCU yeah. this is what this is going to open a door to and just that's like, right in the middle of all yeah of I Matt's love in there. That. Um, the raft is in there. Things like the thunderbolts could be in there, and mm. just how superheroes are now being publicly used. Jennifer Walters is an attorney. You know, all of this evolution of superheroes and getting back to something that other people have criticized is 
how does normal society feel about all this? Yeah. Like we we've we've seen like Thanos nearly conquer the planet. Everybody's been blipped. And like we really don't get a sense of like what is the real world saying about all yeah. this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so like, yeah, uh, I think we this will help to open the door to all of that. And like, yeah, they're gonna be kind of kinds of cameos and setups and references and organizations and yes. stuff we haven't been able to see before. Because just getting in to see abominations gotta be a whole thing, right? Oh yeah. yeah. So absolutely there you go. Um, Love it. Yeah, we think we got real way deeper into this than I intended oh, to. Yeah, yeah. Good, though. Yeah. I feel like it's nice to uh, get that perspective. Rich, let's get up the Umbrella Academy trailer and just do a quick 30-second yes! plug for that. Because, uh, yeah, Umbrella Academy Season 3 is coming our way in June. And uh, I'm hyped for this. Oh, like, me yeah, too. This trailer, a lot of people, some people criticize, but this trailer looked pretty fun to me. Yeah. This season is the Umbrella Academy versus the Sparrow Academy. You know, they might be doing the multiverse or the Marvel in this uh, <laughs> as they find and have to fight their own alt, you know, alt universe variants. And so I just like the Umbrella Academy. I thought this trailer was a hit. The music, I mean, Ballroom Blitz, the cojones to pull that out after Suicide Squad. We've been waiting on somebody who's going to go back to that well, mm-hmm. but they pulled out Ballroom Blitz and uh, the I can't action do that scenes, yeah, Suicide Squad. <laughs> See Margot Robbie pop yeah, up with that guns song everywhere. It's just yeah. forever associated with. Yeah, that. right. Yeah. But um, no, the fight scenes looked epic and and cool and creative with the different powers and the Sparrow Academy and all that and uh, the comedy of them just trying to deal with being in this reality. Right. Also seems like the family based comedy seems really good. So I'm kind of hyped for this. So yeah. Yeah, same. I'm totally pumped. I love Umbrella Academy. This was like very surprising for me because I had no context when I first started watching it. Um, Obviously, I haven't read the comics or didn't know anything about any of them. And I fell in love with so many of these characters. So I uh, I've been waiting and like waiting and waiting for this to come out. Like I'm ready. Next season. Uh Oh, Matt has this. No, no, no. I was I'm excited. That y'all are excited. <laughs> there's, dance, I, there's going to be multiple dance I, sequences. I love him. And Klaus uh, in the middle of the road. Yeah, man. Klaus is amazing. I was very excited for the monkey at the end. No, no. And then everything else was uh, uh, for me. Two season two soured me on the show so much. I did not. I came away just not like. I didn't like that. Season. It was it was not an uplifting season. It I was, love yeah, it. no, was, just like how it. I was so bored. I gave up mm-hmm. on it. That was one of the ones I just gave up on because yeah, I was just okay. so done. So three comes in, and I like the premise. You know, it's cool, but. You brought it up, I think, is this whole like multiversal. We're seeing that in so many different places right now, which is across the movie. Space. I think everybody just wants to escape that. this reality. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that I'm just kind of like, the premise didn't do enough to really like get me back in. Like, I'm just like, give me the boys season three. I'm good. I was just always like, eh. I don't know. It just didn't do enough to grab me. So no, right. that's me. That's just me. Though. I love five uh, and Klaus. I think five me and Klaus. Too. Oh my God. Like, five I mean, is the best. Like, make this show. So, absolutely. Um, yeah. All right. So that's Umbrella Academy. And let's go to our debate. I have no idea where we are in time. I have, I have no idea where we are <laughs> in the show. Fine. Because I have no idea. Because I use Twitch and like stuff to keep... 40 minutes. We're good. Yeah, we're, what's that? We're like... I mean... No, we didn't start at 11. Do you want to hit... Do, what, what do you want? Uh, yeah, what do you want, just, where do you want to go? Let's hit Halo. Yeah, let's take a break. Okay. We'll come back. We'll just make sure we pay our bills and then we'll do the rest of the <laughs> <Yeah>. show. Wherever <laughs> we are in this current podcast. Let's take a break. <laughs> Comic Book Nation, don't go anywhere.
Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Okay, okay. Man. Good Lord out here making me eat my words today. Comic Book Nation, we're back. I was just going on about how I had no confidence in Ms. Marvel and uh, She-Hulk yet. And then, as I'm saying this, Ms. Marvel just dropped a new trailer, which is Lovely. now out there live. And uh, yeah, this thing is, uh, oh, well, it was me. <laughs> You're in the trailer? No, okay. I'm in like the video of me is playing. I'm like, what is that sound? What is that annoying sound coming out of my computer? It's me. Um, wow. It's just the stream playing back. All right. I love it. So, Ms. Marvel dropped a new trailer. It's it's actually pretty good, and it looks pretty cool. And they show her, they give you some taste of her in her finished costume and having nice. her actual big fight, and it looks pretty cool. So, all right, well, I guess. Well, you don't have to say okay, it. so surprised. You know <laughs> okay, universe, I guess. Uh, it hurts you. That yeah, last, man, that last scene. Want to show me I, up. Can't, I can't get enough of that, like, seeing her sit on the light post yeah. or whatever that that scene this is so Cute. cool and i love the captain marvel gear she's yeah. got in there and so yeah. much of this because that looks like so it's because you, you like it because it looks like you're a room full that's yeah, why you like it got yeah. you got your captain marvel yeah. shoes, got shoes. looks just you like matt cam all right <laughs> so yeah you need to interview her i mean hey, if we put well. jamie jenerak with uh elizabeth Olsen, we got to give you a chance to interview her yes um so you guys can compare rooms and see how many how many helmets you each have in your collection all right so moving on miss marvel that was an unexpected uh little thing uh that we got it'll be on comicbook.com marvel it's a uh new yeah new trailer minute long but uh pretty good pretty good trailer there so let's move on to Halo the series. Our debate topic today is, did Halo season one deliver? Mm. Um, again, you know, I do this other podcast with friends and, you know, I use it as a lab to kind of work out some of my darker thoughts before I come here. Is this here. therapy? Or yeah. is this a podcast? No, this is the, this is the polished <laughs> version. That you keep talking about. I had to start, I mean, I had to start going on podcasts to do therapy to work myself out so I could come here and give you all the oh, light. And that's what we're doing now. So. What I was saying is, you know, we've been pretty, we've been pretty, I think some of the most positive people about Halo in the industry as I've poked my head out like a meerkat and looked around. <laughs> like the rest of the industry has been not Halo positive. Uh, For sure. Right. 
We've been some of the most, and it's not because we're paid by Paramount. Like we just like the show. Yeah, we just genuinely mm-hmm. getting like the paid show. by yeah. the people to watch it is just a bonus. Yeah. We, <laughs> we like to kingpin things. Yeah, there's stuff on Paramount yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. watch. And yeah, I don't, no, like, no, like, no, it's, uh, it's all you know. It's fine. RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars is on Paramount Plus, and I'm loving it. The excellent Sheridan verse, you know. Bar Rescue yeah. just had AEW yeah. stars yeah. on Paramount it. Plus. Right over and that, if you just want to stop and watch some live TV, you can too. So you know, I love how. Yeah, I know. We totally derailed our whole. Thing about yeah, we're not shilling for the company. Yeah. Plus has plenty All right, of but uh, this show's just off the rails today. But uh, Halo, so season one is over. Yes, let's be real, okay? Um, again, I think, and this is tied back to my whole soapbox about where we are in the industry and the reality of things right now. Mm-hmm. I'll just frame it like this: I think Halo had one of the best pilots I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a really good pilot. I also think Halo had one of the worst season finales. I've oh. Thank God, I thought it was yeah. just me. No, 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 Woo! no, no. Woo! Uh, this was a really bad season finale. Okay. Um, you can tell that this is a show where the steam ran out. Mm. And I'm pretty sure now that I've watched the last batch of episodes and looking back over the whole season, the steam ran out after that awesome battle episode where, you know, it's where like the Spartans six. went to war and the, and the, that was five or six. Five or six. Um, yeah, and the Spartans went to war and then the big kind of beast takes the, took the artifact away and that's where you, had the weird subplot where they dropped the girl off and then she started spying and coming in with Master Chief. Like things got weird right after that. Mm-hmm. And the show, and then you had the Quan episode that didn't connect back to anything now and means nothing. That whole storyline with her and Bokeem Woodbine really doesn't mean anything for the rest of season one or the finale or any of that. So you can tell where the steam ran out and the budget and the creative turbulence and everybody just being like, man, F this kind well, of I think like, that's my biggest thing yeah. is that, is yeah. that part, the creative, like, the back and forth, people got tired of working with each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Or, or hitting a brick wall of creative. Too many episodes. Yeah. Like they just. They, no, they I mean, I think this many. was a fair amount of episodes. I just think, again, the pandemic, the creative turbulence, all these things can go wrong on a project. Mm-hmm. There's so many ways that, I mean, there's usually kind of different ways a project can fail. It can be the writing that never sets you up, the actors who are just not carrying it, or the directing that does, doesn't really get the like vision the out. It just really writing for me, honestly, because yeah. that's my only complaint. The story otherwise. direction falls completely apart in this back half yeah. of the series. The moment that battle ends, everything that begins to happen does not connect, does not make sense, feels rushed from, you know, uh, the Covenant. I always forget her name, Meek, uh, or whatever her name was. Oh, yeah, I, I never know how to oh pronounce it. Oh my gosh, it, so where is say. she? Who? I forgot. No, not Quan. We're talking oh, Quan, about the Covenant, yeah. the Covenant okay. human. Like the minute that has the whole storyline started to get really muddled and confused and nothing really made sense. Yeah. Like what the artifacts were, what the visions mean, mm-hmm. why does this connect them? Like what is the significance of all this? What even is the Halo? Why does anybody care about it? Right. None of this stuff gets answered in the back half. True. Very and true. like, yeah, and a lot of this in the finale. I mean, we're seeing the footage play right here. I mean, it looked like a cut scene from a from a yeah. Xbox, like from an Xbox yeah. from Halo Two, is what this entire final battle looked like. Compared. It looked like a previs simulation on somebody's computer. Yeah. They're like, okay, we're, but this is what's going to look like. And when we go back, film it, fill it in, render it, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. And then they looked at the budget and were like, ooh, 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 ooh. Like, <laughs> no, we don't got it. This moment right there, that moment where he comes down, the brute comes down and like, sl- this whole thing should be epic. And like that moment right there too, when he grabs him out of the air, mm-hmm. compared to the pilot and compared to episode five, 
this this fight scene looks like it ran out of money. Right. That, that's what it does look like. It looked uh, like reboot, the, the, like the animated series reboot. Remember that? Oh yeah. Hey that's man, that show is when you have a wide <laughs> shot of the entire <laughs> battlefield, oh, and you know your it. battlefield can't is it in a place where you can't even afford to render backgrounds. Really, you just need a generic moon and sun, oh my like HD wallpaper background, and like. You just see an army of things that are just from far out, little tidy ant-sized people running yeah. mysteriously, looking like their legs don't touch the ground. Oh, and then you're like, no. well, we got to deal with all this. So you just blow a wind that oh, never no. happened before. Like, so I th it okay, blows so everybody away. So you're just I think like, I liked okay. it more than you guys. I didn't love it. I don't think it delivered. I know I'm more with you. Okay. I, I, no, I, I enjoyed I it, but it. I mean, I couldn't fight the haters on this one. Yeah. Like, I've been staving off the haters all season long, but this looked... It looked bad. Like, yeah. I'm also not as hypercritical. I really do escape into things. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like it's my ADHD. I just get like really fixated and I don't, I just, I don't get super critical until it's over. Right. So in the moment, I very much enjoyed it. Like watching it, I was really happy to be watching the show because yeah. I, I genuinely like it. But I just left going, wait a minute, where was that other character? Yeah. I liked? What happened to them? Or wait, what, like, just like Kofi said, what, what was the meaning of Halo? Like, what is it all? That was what, me. What is it? Right. Yeah. I, I agree hundred percent with, with Janelle, because that was me. I was, oh, I can overlook mm -hmm. someone who's played the RPGs CGI. my whole life. Yeah, I can overlook bad graphics Absolutely. if the gameplay is good. Yeah. And in here, yeah, there was a lot of stuff that was just like, okay, why didn't we, it, here's the thing. I defended that episode with Quan. Because yeah. it was like, as long as it pays off, right? right. Yeah. And then they do nothing with it. So you're like, okay, well then looking back, why did we have that? Yeah, what's the desert people? <laughs> There's so much in the show that went nowhere. Like, what's the desert people? What's the portal? We started with this character. Like, where is she in the end? And I get now? you have yeah. to save stuff. I understand. I'm not saying they got to spill the beans on everything. But we needed some concrete answers on a few things. What I did like was... I, I really dug Master Chief and Cortana's kind yeah. of arc so as they I, come yeah. together and you're starting to get trust and you're starting to see that relationship you saw in the games between them. And that was great. That is cool. Mm -hmm. The Some of the stuff with like Kai and like how he kind of won over the Spartans and when they're all come together as kind of a team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I dug that. Like the, uh, the stuff with Halsey, I, I like some of that stuff of like she's how a, it's like the a clone. complicated and villain, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's cool. Well, there's Rick Sanchez in it out here. There's like, some yeah. really cool stuff here that I really enjoyed. So I think I enjoyed it more, but I agree. I feel like it was kind of a, it was a letdown compared to the highs that this series yeah. has hit. And I was coming in, I was coming into this episode hoping that like, I wanted the, it to show that like, you were wrong for getting rid of the first show owner. Cause I've liked so much of what they did. Yeah. And then after seeing kind of looking back at these last couple episodes and how some of the air went out and things I'm going, I kind of leave going like, okay, well maybe, this maybe the new showrunner can kind of iron out some of those issues and deliver a stronger season two overall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Are and we I believe definitely that. getting season two. Is it season two? Is yeah, it was already they booked two seasons Perfect. and they've okay. got a new showrunner. Yeah, nice. So, um, yeah. We did have a question. Bun said, "Would playing the game make the show better?" No, <laughs> I don't no. think so. No, I think no. it's the opposite. Well, most yeah. big game fans are not enjoying the yeah. show. No. They're very angry. I feel like you can enjoy the show I more. I spoke with a gamer fan last night who was very angry. Yeah. That's Rob. It's like you can enjoy the show more <laughs> if, you, if you're not like a diehard Halo player. But if yeah. you're a casual Halo player like myself, I really enjoy the show. So. I agree. Um, I will say positive because I was the negative Nelly in this, but uh, I did like most of the core cast did a good enough job. Some people have kind of come at the actors, but I think the core cast of the show did a great job. 
for what they were handed and really sold it. Pablo Schreiber is great as Master Chief. I like the Cortana. Yeah. I like Halsey. I like even some of the uh, Miranda, like I, you know, uh, the minor characters, the general, his daughter, mm -hmm. um, and Kai. And those other Spartans are just voice actors. They're video game and right. animation voice actors. So they did a pretty good job yeah. of stepping into live action. And Kai especially, who is like a breakout <laughs> character who I think a lot of people will character now rules. embrace. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see her get retroactively kind of put up in the Harley Quinn style and the mythos going oh, forward. that'd be you know? sick. Um, she's great yeah I mean give female players a great character they'll be able to know and all that stuff so bloody hair I'm bloody. here for Halo <laughs> and you know we and I made this point in my other discussion we've seen plenty of series that have had arguably rough starts mm -hmm. Witcher's one of them um, people you. You know, what's that I mean I love no I love the Witcher but like the, the, the kind of the time jumps, all that stuff was super confusing for people. But you came back in season two and they had it on Smash. So it was, true, yeah. And like, I just have the same confidence in Halo. It's just like, so do I. there was a mess here. Uh, it was victim of circumstance in the mess, but I think they've learned what works, what doesn't, yeah. and how to kind of streamline this into the best possible season two and use of their budget. Yeah, there's a lot that worked here. Yeah. And I'm very excited. Trey's like, I was hoping you guys would convince me to uh, like this show, how you got me into Watchmen. We're still telling you to watch yeah, it. Yeah, you should it's, totally watch you it. You should watch it. You really should and judge for yourself. But I don't. I do not believe this was a waste of my viewing no. time at all. No, I not at really all. enjoyed not this all. series. Not yeah. at 100%. We're just all being right. critical of the finale because they had a lot to live up to. In yeah. That. Yeah, they set a high bar, man. And, and we defended them. Yeah. <laughs> also, we didn't say Witcher correctly. You know you have to say the, the Witcher. There it is. That is. All right. Speaking of shows. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, Matt, why don't you uh, just oh, take yeah. a quick mi minute and uh, go in on this. Matt, explain to me, because one thing that came out of the TV up front in, in general geek culture right now is people keep throwing around the term Gotham Knights a lot. What the hell is Gotham Knights and going on with it? Please explain this to me. Okay, so Gotham Knights, the first Gotham Knights is a video game. That's the one that was previously announced. That is the one that's been coming for a minute, got pushed. It's the two-player co-op game where it's the four DC heroes, Batgirl, Red Hood, uh, oh my God, Nightwing, and then uh, Tim Drake, so Robin. So those four, it's the Court of Owls, Batman's dead. Okay, so those are kind of the main tenets. And you're seeing they released a big like 13 minute gameplay video that you're seeing here, which actually I thought looked. I know there were some divisive opinions about it, but I thought it actually looked really fun. Mm -hmm. uh, there are some issues that like comic fans have, obviously, with like why Jason Todd is has spirit power and why he's jumping in the air with like portal things. And I don't know. There are some video gamey things of that. Like, hey, how do we make this character a little more interesting other than like. N not Nightwing with guns. I get. I understand them wanting to change things up, and I'm okay with it as long as that's not the like. That's the only like. Don't don't do anything more. He's he's a really cool character. But that is the gameplay you're seeing here, mm -hmm. and I'm excited for this. This looks really good. Now the other Gotham Knights, which was announced by CW as a CW show, that is not. It is related to the game in name only. Wow. It is not the same plot. It is not the carryover of. I imagine they will work in some of the characters that you see here, but there are other characters that are in that premise. And also Batman is dead there, but the difference is here, these four heroes are stepping in to kind of be the Batman of Gotham, right? They, they want to solve the mystery of what happened to him, take down the Court of Owls, and also defend Gotham. In the show, 
it's essentially one of the people is framed for Batman's murder. And then he ends up, which I believe is Damien. No, it's a new character. It's a new Taylor character? Haynes or something. Taylor Haynes, okay. So um, there is a is a character that is framed for it. He then ends up seeking out some other And he's Batman's son, but he has Batman's son. Of kids of villains. Yeah. So you get like Duella Dent and some other people that are all in this mix. But it is a very different take on this premise and just kind of the mythos in general. So they are alike in name. Oh, they are not the same. The one I continue like continually hyped for is Gotham Knights. The video. The video game. Okay. Yeah, the which video comes game later this great. year. <laughs> yeah. it, looks, it looks super fun. I like the storyline. And I get the Red Hood stuff. You, I mean, that's just game mechanics. You gotta make sure he can fly like Batman. It's just a Batman engine. Like Batman can yeah. hover over the whole city and fly. Well, and they that. like they showed Nightwing has, has like this glider, awesome glider. Yeah. You have all Nightwing the bat tech. Awesome. Yeah, he looks Jason awesome. Jason has Lazarus Pit hopping pad. They all have yeah. like the actual like the motorcycles can be used by any of them. There's an awesome scene in this, by the way, where you actually see red. It's actually right here where you see perfect time where you see red hood like it's actually an option where he can hop into that car he's chasing and he goes through it in kind of this little qte little scenario but then he can like get right back on the bike and it just gives us like adrenaline really pumping cool. chase which arkham knight had batmobile stuff but oh, no yeah. one will accuse that of like replicating the feel of this this mm -hmm. is awesome like I if mean, we get this insane. kind of thing that's cool so yeah everyone just kind of ignores that he has guns that have armor piercing bullets that don't kill <laughs> they're they're in oh, magic bullets. No. They're magic bullets. You know, okay. they, can, they can cut through armor, but they do not cut through skin. Yay. Interesting. Everybody. Okay. <laughs> so that sorts that out. There's one of those Gotham Knights I'm looking forward to, and one I'm just wondering why. But that brings up a good transition point. Yeah. So we're getting Gotham Knights on the CW as DC TV content, but that's like one of the only things we're getting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because as uh, we reported earlier this week, the CW has released its fall schedule. And there's only one DC TV show on it for the first time since the uh, early 2010s. That's insane. Yeah. CW has restructured and is rebranded and it is not interested in the DC content right now. So okay. fall 2022, we'll have just one DC TV show, which is Stargirl. And uh, that'll be on Wednesdays. And what they've done is, and it's really, I mean, it's kind of interesting, but it's also kind of bananas, is basically the CW has stolen the format of streaming of streamers mm -hmm. so they're making content blocks so yeah. like monday is all american and then all american independence yeah like thursday or wednesday is like walker walker's texas ranger and then the other walker series yeah. is all thursday friday is all like game shows saturday is all reality it's shows sundays all method. yeah that's what nbc does with law and order thursday yeah and, and, and so sundays are all procedurals right yeah. so it's kind of crazy but um yeah the only star girl is going to be for fall 2022 That's and that'll wild. be the only dc tv show on the cw we'll get back superman and lois Whew. the flash and they will premiere gotham knights in 2023 but yeah. for fall 2022 it will be just star girl now this brought up an interesting question that Matt tossed to us, and we were like, oh, man, that's not a segment, Like, or at least I did. I was like, man, that's not a segment. <laughs> and then I was like, it's because it's an easy answer, right? And we all threw out three different answers, and I was like, well, I guess we've got a segment. Uh, all right. So, the yeah, the CW, the DC uh, TV universe, and the Arrowverse, I mean, it's been a massacre. That thing has just been torn apart in the last year. Most of it's been canceled. <laughs> I know. And Gosh, so we bad. got into the question of, as I try to get this eyelash out of my eye <laughs> so I can see, uh, what 
Arrowverse TV show would we want to see brought back if we got to play God and were given the option? And like I said, we went into this and I was like, oh God, this is so easy. It's not a segment. And we threw out three different answers. <laughs> so let's go with my answer first because I'm a narcissist and uh, just because it's listed that way. And I'm sure Rich has it pulled up and Rich and Peter are awesome show producers here. I said I would bring back Legends of Tomorrow. That is the show I am bringing back if I get the option. Um, it's an easy, I thought this was the easy call. Like, which one is the most fun? Which is the most irreverent and not one you have to commit as seriously to with all the mythos and stuff? And you could probably get away with a more modest budget because it is just them getting to raid old costume closets and run around <laughs> and do stuff uh, and be kind of funny and, and silly. And yeah, Legends was just always the most fun. It was the dark horse series of this entire franchise because yep. mm -hmm. it started out as this very ambitious. It was like, we're going to do time travel series. Like it felt like it was going to be like big budget. They had Hawk people in there, the wings, the, all the powers, all the stuff. And we're like, wow, DCTV is really going for it. And that quickly fell apart. Yeah. But Legends is the ultimate comeback kid by just leaning into the silly, goofy pulpiness of what yeah. worked about the show yeah. and then just making that the entire premise. Yeah, they just, just kept changing doing it. what yeah. worked with them. With them. Yeah. Like, they yeah. just kept doing what worked for them mm -hmm. regardless of the crisis yeah. and all the other things going on. They always just kept And moving. the show evolved and changed and yeah. they were just like, and as things didn't work, they were like, you know what? Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> and as budget, and I've never seen a show do better with just kind of losing, like budget. making lemonade out of lemons. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, well, you're slashing your cast and your budget. And they're like, cool. We're going to make, this. make better that. dance numbers. I love that episode, by the way. That, that is so good. Yeah. Yeah. We're making better dance numbers and we're going to go full crazy high concept with everything. Okay, we're going to have I'm a clue like, episode. I've got to watch like, it. Yeah, it's so fun. It's, it's so much fun. And mm -hmm. This is one that you can just put on and binge if you're like doing stuff around the house mm -hmm. or working and you will get laughs out of this. I mean, when you can make a big Furby animal, your big boss, like oh Beepo, like and make that awesome. Like, yeah. So I want Legends back and yeah, I deserve and I And I would just even change it. Like just so you don't have to get too worked up. Just keep rotating cast members. Everybody else who wants out of an Arrowverse has to go through Legends. That's your new contract claim. <laughs> oh, Cisco, you want out? Okay, cool. You gotta do a season on Legends. <laughs> I love We're gonna make that. you dance. Why right, before you get out of here? So um, yeah, I would bring back Legends. That's my pick, which I a hundred percent agree with. By the way, that's yeah. a great. It's a mm -hmm. great pick. I would love to see. Honestly, the only reason I didn't put it on mine because you've already said that we had three different answers, so I don't feel like it's a spoiler. So the only reason I didn't put this on mine was because they have had seven seasons, mm -hmm. and I've loved every bit of it. I would love to see them just get like a small movie just to wrap certain things up and then really just send them out as like, I feel like they should have had some advance notice so they could have actually just wrapped certain things up. That's what I would like to see. But like overall, just to bring it, keep bringing it back. I'm like, I've loved these seven seasons. Mm -hmm. I was, it was just the length of time. I was okay with, with, with parting. With it. That was me. Yeah. So what did you pick, Matthew? Well, I was going to let you know. Go. Oh, okay, oh, no, okay. we got to, no, no. She's, we got to save hers okay. last. This is specifically ordered. All you right, all right, all right, all right. So me, <laughs> I think I shocked Kobe when I didn't say Legends because I've stumped for No, I forever. thought for sure you were going to say yeah. Legends. But uh, I said Batwoman because you. we talked about it earlier. Halo, and you even threw out Witcher, seasons, shows that have had rough beginnings. And for Batwoman, it actually had some really positive early things because you had Ruby Rose in there and whatever. And then the chaos happened. 
and Ruby Rose is out and she steps away and then they're finding a new Batwoman and then they have to like completely recast and change the character. And so then they're just like making everything fit. So I felt like by season three, like stuff is fitting. Like the, the show is finally able to be the show it wants to be because they finally had to like put all the other stuff behind them and, and keep they keep having to build on the run. And then finally they get to the point where they can just, okay, we can do what we want to do. And then they're canceled. And I was like, really? Because there's so many parts of this show. It has not hit the highs I think it can hit. But there's so many parts of the show that just had to react to knee-jerk stuff. It's just a bummer that it didn't get a real whole season where they could just really dive in and not have to worry about retrofitting stuff. I don't know. I was just bummed that we didn't get at least one. And Javicia Leslie is great. Yeah, no, I feel you on that. So um, that was my main Yeah, I feel like that. Batgirl really never did get a chance to get its footing under it yeah, and get over I its own really initial. It. It's like, yeah. And it kind of sucks because it's like one of the only, I mean, the CW took chances on everything. Know, yeah. Yeah. Supergirl made it out of its first two seasons. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, because um, that cost a lot more money. That first season they did on CBS, the that excellent was so CBS nice. was, uh, yeah, Krista Flockhart. You could tell when they couldn't afford her anymore. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you think Batwoman would have gotten another chance just to build a content <laughs> block, but yeah. I guess not. My, the pick that would have been on here if it had been canceled was Superman and Lois. Yeah, Thankfully, well, that's, well, you just yeah, took hey, mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no, just, I did. No, I no, no, it wasn't canceled. Yeah, so well, that's what. Let's go into Janelle's because this is a yeah. perfect transition. So I pretty much, it's so funny because Kofi, you're so good at like just telling it like it is. He wrote Nunya on the list, and I was like, no, like or Nuka. And I'm like, no, I, I like, I wrote both. Like, That's there, there are a ton that oh I would be down for. So shouldn't we pull these trailers? And he's like, no, <laughs> just like, <laughs> well, you because, didn't. because I'm talking about so many. So well, that, not just that, but you also, to yeah. frame this, my God, you guys are horrible. At I love no it. No, I, love it. Driver's seat. I love you, it. I love it. Framing yours was you didn't pick any, you were like Colin Stone Cold Execution. You're like, the dead ones are dead. Yeah. I'm okay with the death. Well, because my favorite is Arrow. Yeah. My favorite's Flash, but then Arrow. And I just feel like they wrapped it up. Yeah. Well, and so you're and like, the dead ones perfect. are dead. I, mean, I don't, yeah. and your pick was you don't want any of the canceled ones back. You want them to stop playing with the ones you love that they're delaying until yeah. 2023. So Flash there you go. And yeah. That's Superman, a real friend. Superman and Lois. Uh, <laughs> Superman and Lois was really surprising. I loved it. I, I can't believe how great this one is. And honestly, I would not be mad if that one moved to HBO. Oh. Because I feel like they could like get it to be a little bit more daring and darker if they wanted to. extra money too. Even though credit to CW and the production team there. Yeah, Superman and Lois is job. one of the best looking shows. So yeah. And their action good. scenes are good. Yeah, so. no, it's filmed mm -hmm. well. So yeah, so Janelle just wants them to stop playing with the ones that she loves. She, <laughs> yeah. wants, to, she wants the shows that she loves back. Why are you holding yeah. this until 2023? Yeah, stop that playing. is weird. Why are um, you doing that? I think it's to clear way for the new content block. I think people needed a break on these shows. I mean, these shows are big undertakings. These people film like crazy long oh, seasons yeah. and do all this stuff. That's true. So I think they just all, and I think there has been, again, during the pandemic, this stuff has been real. <laughs> I mean, just think how you feel and just imagine these are other people and they probably feel the same way about pretending to be silly stuff during these last few years. Uh, it's got to be tough. So they just got a break. But um, yeah, I'm good with it. And in the larger sense, obviously, this was bound to happen. Uh, the Arrowverse was a pioneer when it came out in the early oh 2010s, gosh, so but good. it doesn't make sense anymore um, as Agreed. everybody's pulling their toys back into their own little toy boxes and content blocks are built on streaming, HBO Max is out there building, you know, a very different kind of DC TV universe. Yes. So, 
You know, this is like becoming the laser disc of, uh, of uh, <laughs> franchises, but that's all good. You do what you can. Um, all right, we're gonna move on because I think that's all for our CW TV show saving. Matt, comics. Comics. In the comics. So let's start with Savage Avengers. Savage. Number one. I feel like there's a savage. I feel like there's a way that I need to say that, like special, like yeah, savage. Oh my god. <laughs> savage Avengers. <laughs> uh, so this is the new series. This series has been relaunched a couple different times, and it's typically with teams that are just kind of some of the grittier heroes and anti-heroes. Suicide Squad. Yeah, of Marvel very, books. very much is. And of course, Conan is leading everything because he's out of time and he's now here in the modern world. So this team is the team putting together the team is this whole issue. Pretty much, that is what typically happens when you have a team book. The whole first or two issues typically are just like putting together a team, having to meet anybody. I did actually like how by the end of this, we have everybody. Mm -hmm. Every, like everybody's mm -hmm. actually part of the team and in the mix by the end of this issue. This issue did feel a little long for me. I don't think it was any longer. It, it was long. Okay, okay. Yeah. so I'm not alone in that. I was like, man, this is not done yet. I kept going in and out of concentration. Like I'm like, yeah. I'm all in and then I'm kind of tuning out. So the, so the team itself is actually interesting. So we have Cloak and Dagger, Anti-Venom, Black Knight, Electra, Electra Daredevil. Uh, we have Conan, of course, Deathlock, and Weapon H. This is a very unique team. I'm all for Flash Thompson being in stuff as, as his Venom. I love his Venom. So that was uh, down for that from the beginning. But I just, I agree with Janelle. I kind of went in and out because there's this, the book takes this thing of, uh, it's like this monologue and it's like narrating what's happening for you more than it is when you're, you're not in the character's heads as much. It's narrating almost the entire time of like, oh, he was thinking this and he was in this. And I don't know, there were times when that worked and there were times with certain characters where I was just like taken out of it. I'm like, I wanna hear them talk. I wanna hear what they, what they think. And it just kept kind of pulling me in and out. But overall, by the end, I thought it was fun. I don't know if I'm gonna stick with the series, but I'm gonna probably give it at least one more shot for issue two to really hook me. But I just, I like the team. The team is kind of what has me coming back to this. So what, I don't know, what did you guys think? I think the odd pairings were good. I think the, I think the book thinks it's a lot more grand and deeper than it actually is. <laughs> yes. Cause it was trying to make a whole point about these misfits. And I'm like, bro, you're just collecting a, an arbitrary list of characters they gave you. And I get it, like you gotta make this work, but like, I don't know if the thematic point's as strong and deep as you're making yeah. it, like here, the darkness and yeah. light people, like. <laughs> nah, bro, these are just some really screwed up, obscure, random Marvel people you've thrown together and to highlight Conan on his way out the door. And none of it really makes sense together, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna see where this ride goes. But uh, for what this was and the kind of, and again, we say like, you know, it's good when a comic can get into deep themes, but have a straightforward premise. Yeah. And a Terminator premise should be straightforward. Mm -hmm. And this kind of made it feel muddled and stuff and kind of confusing as opposed to just Deathlock unstoppably hunting everybody and causing all these other people to collide together and yeah. ending up in a time vortex. So I don't know. I was a little disappointed, mm. but I feel like that's the story of Savage Avengers every time. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, good to know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, prove me wrong, kids. There were parts of the last run that I enjoyed. I love But it's yeah. never been at the, I will, I, it's never been at like the top of my, I must. The premise back. is always sexier than the actual book. I like, get that. Yeah. In ancient, the ancient Avengers, like being the forebearers of these modern heroes where you had Odin and the ancient Ghost Rider and the other, oh, that's and the ancient. 
What's that? That's Avengers. Yeah, but uh, was that Avengers BC or yeah, something? Oh, BC. good. That's right. No, Savage Avengers was like Punisher and everybody. Yeah, like, like they were brought together. There's for, too many for Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> you out here complaining about Batman. Yeah, there's too many. That's just that. So I'm still in for Avengers BC, or is that still also bad? <laughs> They're still working that into the main Jason Aaron Avengers. Yeah, but that's how where Conan came in, right? No. Oh my God. I, so I have no idea what's happening on this weird <laughs> yes. Avengers spinoff thing they're doing. Uh, yeah. But uh, this one was just I. I feel I like that, that speaks really well because you have like the comic book pro who's a little lost. And then you have like the noob who's a little lost. So I I will say that all, I liked everything we read this week. Yeah. So there's no like I hated this yeah. in this conversation Yay. for me. But this was the least memorable of the three. Yeah. Four for me. Um, but it was, you know, it's fine. It's just, it's fine. It's I, fine. I don't it's know fine. these characters, I, uh, many of them. Yeah. And I, at the beginning, I was like, oh, wow, this guy is trying to save the sacred timeline. He's a good guy. Like, <laughs> so I didn't know if like Conan was bad or he clearly screwed up something with the time situation. And I was like, is Loki going to pop up? <laughs> Sylvie? Is I Sylvie like anyone? This whole book from Conan on is just Marvel's kind of, Garbage disposal of stuff we thought sounded cool, yeah, but yeah. it's probably not that cool. That's actually like really Conan. Well the whole thing of Conan coming to the Marvel universe sounds cool, but is it? Yeah, but and then like it? the emotional thing with cloak and dagger, like that. That I was just kind of like, what? Like I don't. Yeah, it it, it felt out of place. You guys were watching that freeform show. Yeah, I did watch that actually. Yeah, no, I love that. I was gonna say I enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love um, Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And I'm anytime they can that. shoehorn them into anything, when they were mm -hmm. in the X Men books for a minute, oh, yeah. I was down. Like whatever, that's cool. But yeah, just, yeah, yeah. But I liked so, it. Right. Okay, so, so we're gonna move on to Batman, your favorite. I know. I always like. I'm, I'm like, oh, of course. No, it's okay. This one was good. Batman, Batman the, the Night is coming out and just. Yeah. Boy, it's so good. Yeah. It is just Dark Horse sneaking in front there, man. Like, yeah, every issue is just, I think it's just genius that every issue is this serialized storyline, but every episode, every issue feels episodic. Yes. Yeah. And that balance is just kind of makes all the difference. Yeah. The, here we get uh, Bruce and Anton meeting another kind of next kind of, they're going through all these masters essentially and all these people in Descartes' book. And so you're like, you can teach me a new skill, right? Straight yeah, forward premise. It keeps them moving mm -hmm. and you just accept the new surroundings. You ex And this one starts off in like a very violent way. And you're just like, how did they get here? But you're invested. And then there's a twist and that's fantastic. And you meet this character named Avery and she's the one walking them through. It's like now they already kind of know how to be a thief because they've learned that skill set, but now they need to learn the art of espionage. Yeah. And it really comes down to like putting on masks. And that's the theme that I, I loved how they worked that yeah. in, yeah. coming back to that. And also I love that this is where Bruce learns that it's okay to play dirty. Yeah. You don't have to sacrifice like everything to do that, but it's okay to like step across that line sometimes, even when there's like personal relationships involved. And I love how they work that in towards the end. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I love how they got, because it's so meta. They get you and, because I was ready to write articles. I was like, oh my God, I was ready to write articles at the end of this. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, you yeah. got me. Because, yeah, spoiler alert, like, yeah, there is a contest between Bruce and Anton in this. Because, I mean, and this was so much fun because we've seen Batman do so many things. And, you know, warrior, brooding warrior and training ninja, yeah. you know. Learning to live like the criminal element. Seeing Bruce go Mission Impossible and have to learn to be a spy is something we really haven't yeah. explored before. Yeah. And it was so much fun. And I think 
all of these characters and things from Batman lore that are so deeply worked into the lore that Bruce went on this world tour. He learned all these skills and Batman is just a conflagration of all these things he learned from like stealing and fighting and chemicals and science and detective work and all this stuff. And seeing each of these fleshed out is so well done. And Chip Zdarsky is doing such a good job. Yeah. And each teacher he meets is so interesting. Yeah. And like cool. Like, Absolutely. And all of the stories about how he went through all this. And this is no different. And so them just having a contest at this party, which is like the most un-Batman thing you could probably <laughs> do. And they reference that, right? Yeah. He's yeah. so uncomfortable and yeah. it brings out yeah. all these insecurities. And, yeah. and like having to do that. And then the twist at the end is great where Anton wins and gets the book because he is either gay or bisexual and he seduces like the general and does that. And then Bruce seduces him. And for a minute you're like, oh my God, they're doing like a whole Batman's yeah. bisexual thing. Like, and then it's just like, nope, just a fake out. He just <laughs> used it. He learned the lessons yeah. and it brings yep. everything together so beautifully that he can't like beat Anton yeah. and being like the suave playboy. Mm -hmm. But he does, like you said, he fights dirty. He plays on his friends, you know, desires and stuff like that. And then gets and wins. And it's just, it was really, really good Batman origin story, but really good spy story. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Did so, this yeah. kind of bring like, the enthusiasm back a little bit? Yes. This okay. Well, this the thing about this that I'm happy about is it's a refreshing perspective on Batman. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not getting Batman. Right. Well, I'm I was about to say, Bruce. if you want to get legal, Janelle yeah. could technically make the point that she is still in the right because they are not bringing her Batman. This is making this is of Batman. Yeah. yeah. And I love, 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 love seeing that because... I, I don't know how many like backstories there were of this time in his life. I don't know if this is like the only one, but this is my first one of like really yeah. getting to know Those who Batman ones, was yeah, before. <laughs> and he is just, he's great. Like, I love him. I also love that like they're kind of telling him like, use your money, dude. Like, yeah, money right. I love stuff. that. Yes. And so it kind of makes you realize like why he is kind of like Bruce in the future of like, he's putting on the face, he's spending the money, mm -hmm. he's being flashy out in public. And like, that's great because I've always wondered like, how is this brooding guy also be this like kind of flashy money dude at the same time? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, it's definitely helping me understand who Batman is more. I agree. And this is, again, we come back to this every issue. And I think at some point uh, I will, I will write this, but, yeah. <laughs> but at like, this needs to be a series. Yes. I know yes. Gotham oh tackled certain aspects of Bruce's coming up and, and learning these things. And even some of the World Traveler stuff with Alfred, they kind of went through that way. But just, the, I need this. And I need like casting of like yeah. each of these masters, so to speak. Oh, yeah. oh my God, like I want that so bad. No, I mean one episode, two episode arcs tops. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All just like, Almost like anthology, but connected. Just yeah. like, yeah, making Batman or something and like that. And make this HBO Max so you can get yeah. a little, you know, exactly. if you want to go over the line, but it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be. No, famous. I want to see the whole Mr. Robinson <laughs> thing with the thief oh, yeah, teacher. Right. I want that, that all. Yeah. Like, I want the Anton heat. I want it all. So this, yeah. man, I can, I, I have, we want, came in a little trepidatious about this book when it was first announced. Yeah, the first issue in. was kind of like, uh, I was and like, I don't is, know. And, and I, every like, time yeah. this pops up on our thing, I go, I'm so excited because I look forward to it. Yeah, no, this is really, yeah. Last book of the week is Thor number 25, which continues the uh, Bruce Banner versus Thor saga that started in the Alpha last week. And they're continuing just in the current runs. So, like the next one will be in Hulk. Yeah. So they'll just keep moving, moving. This one takes, I love this setup because I actually went back. I missed this one last week. So then I went back and read that one right before this. And I felt like I appreciated this a hell of a lot more 
than I would have if I hadn't, because I had the proper context of why they're, it's not really important from Bruce's side. Mm -hmm. It's important from Thor's side. Cause you're like, why, like why is Thor just coming to an all out brawl? Why is he, why did he throw himself into this mix anyway? And when you understand, if you haven't been keeping up with Thor, he's been going through a lot of changes. He's dealt with like his whole world has kind of shifted upside down. His new dynamic with his dad because Odin is now in Yolner. And he's and I love okay, there's one scene in that first issue actually where they're just having conversations with themselves. Yeah, we talked about at that. At the same yeah. time, yeah. And so that's so good. So here you get more of that. But what's great is here it goes further and you have like Odin inside of Bruce's head. head yeah talking to him directly. Then outside you have like, there's a great scene between Mr. Fantastic and Iron Man, which you, by the way, you can already see them pushing Mr. Fantastic oh, yeah. into stuff more, right? Mm -hmm. But I love some of those scenes. There's just a lot of great dialogue here. In addition to the slugfest, uh, including like there was a scene, and I get it mixed up sometimes. I don't know actually if it was the first issue of this one, but the scene where he gets away from the hammer. Was that in the first one or was that in this one? First one. Was it the first, first one? one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That sets the tone Absolutely so well. insane. Where he just lets a hole. He just, yeah, yeah, he that just, is what uh, happened. I read this. So this one, <laughs> there's always like a little blurb that gives you context of what's going on and why it's happening. And it said in there how Hulk got away from the hammer. And I went... Nope, stop. <laughs> I messaged Matt. I was like, you have to send me this first one. I have to see this play out. Like, how does that even, how does that even happen? And so you have to read the first one. Yeah. I feel like you absolutely have to. Like, if you don't, you're oh, really you know. I mean, out. But you, you if, yeah, it's hard to pick up. Honestly, this is something, you, you can't just jump into this. Like, you have yeah. to, you have to go back. You have to know what's happened to Hulk. You have to know what's happened to Thor. Just Definitely to kind of get the premise yeah. of this, yeah. Thor, but, they kind of the Watcher kind of plays it out, um, yeah. Like in in the first book, but yeah, you have to. Read no, but like, story. yeah, you have to know that. But once you do and get the general gist of it, I mean, this has been this is how you do like a whole kind of epic crossover yeah. type deal. Like again, straightforward premise, but still enough to build around it to make it interesting. Like seeing what's happening on Earth and how everybody's reacting to all this and how everybody's and getting finally learning about El Paso mm -hmm. and that mystery, which random that we learned about El Paso in a Thor comic. Um, it was yeah. weird that that was such a big deal in that first arc yeah. of Hulk and you never heard it. And I mean, Kate's teased that like, hey, it'll, it'll be a minute, but it wasn't, I didn't think it would be here. Yeah, in a Thor comic, but hey, we're here. But learning the context there did help me kind of move Bruce out of the full villain spot which i think is important yeah. here yes so now they're Absolutely. both kind of coming from conflicted spaces mm -hmm. there's yeah. a little more empathy that i have because now i know that and then you get iron man in the mix who's so egotistical <laughs> and like i built i built something for this he's been shredded every single time mm -hmm. and now we get like this new hulk buster buster right if we're going with and i love that this comic hit. Hulk. I, I love that this comic had time to waste with just that exchange between Tony messing so with Reed good. Richards. Or Captain America. Like he's oh, like, yeah, that too. Where he's, he's just like, like no, Steve. he's like, Tony, I didn't know you had the capabilities to do that. He's like, yeah, well, I did this, 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 and this whole Star Trek breakdown. He's like, nah, I'm just kidding. It's like some magical thing. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so good. It, it was the Ravens and Spider Man's yeah, like, yeah, the Ravens. Sandwich. Yeah. That's yeah. So, cute. so that sets you up for now Iron Man as the antagonist, which I'm perfectly fine with because I have like just a dude Iron since Man. Civil War. You're going to sell. <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, those hot toys and those build a figurines. Oh yeah, they got celestial armor Ooh. Iron Man. I know I'm gonna get hate for that, by the way. What? I know everyone loves Iron Man since the MCU. I'm still I very, I'm still I very. I've, I've never liked Iron Man since he was polishing off booze and taking people out for using his armor. I don't like Iron Man. Like it's I, not my favorite. I've yeah. never come around after Civil War. It's I still hold it. It's never. It's never. Are happening. we all team? Cap? Oh, oh yeah. Oh my Easy. God. Easy. We yeah. need BD in here then because he's like the only team Iron Man. Yeah, him yeah. and Connor. We'll have to get yeah. him and Connor. Both they're like, huge yeah, Iron Man are they fans. comic book Iron Man or I'm MCU Iron Man? Because I'm kind of a D. I like, think they're yeah. talking MCU. They're very different. Yeah. yeah. They're very different. Yeah. And I love RDJ as Iron Man, so don't get me, me too. wrong. Yeah. I mean, he does a brilliant job. No, yeah. I just don't like that character. I never yeah. have. <laughs> I will say that this comic, can I just say, this has fired me up on comic books again because I was starting to fall off a little bit. I was getting a little like, okay, I feel like I'm just reading a bunch of things and I don't continue to, I've been getting a lot of X-Men and I was just kind of not looking forward to the comic <laughs> portion of our program. And then this Thor and Hulk exchange, like, and, and I got, I saw you in the comments. I think it was Damon. I haven't been keeping up with Thor or Hulk and they're not my favorites. They're not my favorites either. Yeah. And this has me hooked, excited. I'm, I'm like just pumped. Like, I cannot wait. And I haven't felt this way about a comic book in a long time. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what you want to hear. All yeah. right. And we're reading less X. All right. <laughs> Although <laughs> no, no, X-Men Red is hot, man. Just the that best X -Men of Red. everything. Let's do that. Just the real uh, good look, stuff. I'm the, and also, in, in, by the way, that is not saying with any shade because yeah. I've, we've had a couple of X-Men books on here that we have universally not dug. Like yeah. there's been a couple duds yeah. in that mix. So it's not like before where but it was like House Red, and Powers. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. That X-Men Red is hot right now. X-Men Red's yeah. good. Yeah. X -Men and Immortal X-Men is making hope, make me love hope again. So, you know. Yay. You didn't love hope? No, nah, I mean, not as much, but oh. not in recent years. She kind of took a back burner, but now she's coming so back. So the five, man. I know. But all right. That's comics. <laughs> that's Comic Book Nation. Uh, and our quick mentions. I just want to say. Yo, Atlanta season three has wrapped and man, it goes out on quite a finale. And this has been quite a season, both the European storyline with the main characters and the kind of interesting rumination it's done on America. And if certain social things in America were to change, it's been very crazy. And some great guest stars uh, like Justin Bartha from The Hangover this season, who carried an entire episode by himself. And uh, yeah, Atlanta really went there and was nuts this year. And I'm wow. so glad to have it back. Uh, Barry, which has also been renewed for season four, is also streaming on HBO Max and it's on HBO. And um, yeah, Barry's awesome. I can't believe I'm blanking on his name of uh, the actor behind uh, Bill Hader? Bill Hader. Yeah, oh. Bill Hader and Barry is still awesome, awesome stuff. And yeah, got renewed too, series. right? Yeah, got renewed for yeah. season four. Mayans is still crazy out there. If anybody's watching Mayans MC, this is also another one with Better Call Saul right now. They're series that creep up and make me love them, maybe more than their original series like Breaking Bad mm -hmm. and Sons, but uh, Mayans is nuts right now. Uh, we Own This City, which is The Next Wire from David Simon, wow. uh, also on HBO and HBO Max with our boy John Bernthal about hey, the Baltimore yeah. City Police Department and the corruption there. Crazy good series. And uh, that's all happening on TV right now. So there's nothing. Even if you guys are mad at Halo, there's so much good <laughs> stuff happening on TV right now. You guys got to hit it up. Uh, I got a plug for our anime team over here at Comic Book. There are new chapters of Dragon Ball Super, Boruto, and My Hero Academia mangas, all of which have significant kind of game-changing things in them. Anime is hot right now. Jujutsu Kaisen's hot right now. Our team over there is killing it, so be sure you check that out. And we got the second Dragon Ball Super movie coming this summer. Jeez. So those are my mentions. There is content. We are back outside. 
Next week's going to be crazy. Next week we have to talk about Top Gun. Yeah. Stranger Things, Obi-Wan Obi Kenobi. Oh this gosh. is all next week. You guys need to be here for all yeah. of that. So it's going to be lit. And, it's be huge. Uh, but the real thing, Matt, what's the real headline? I love how you today? had like all these really like deep mentions and stuff. And I'm going to mention one thing. Chippendale <laughs> Rescue Rangers is out on Disney Plus now. Is it it's great? live. I haven't yeah. watched it yet. Oh I'm gosh. very excited. And like Damon said in the comments, I am fingers crossed that I can come on here next time and, and bloviate of how it's how Andy Samberg and John Mulaney. I mean, oh, I'll be I watching feel it like yeah. the trailer's like so fun. It's just, it knows what it is. And I just love the approach. And man, I'm just hope, like hoping. But with those two people, I'll pretty much watch anything those two people do anyway. Same. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm stoked. So, so the point sure. is, Comic Book Nation, we've just told you why. There is no reason you should not have a good weekend. There is content up the yin-yang. You can read it, you can watch it, you can play it. Enjoy yourselves. This is Comic Book Nation, your one-stop spot for all things geek culture. We'll be back next week, like we said. Next week's going to be crazy. We already have a full show. Yeah. So be here, because we are going to be going deep down the rabbit hole. Peace, guys. Bye, guys.